For a solid six months, I stopped journaling. So that's deep journaling, the one that I say, okay, write something deep about your feelings, about your plans, your thoughts, and then also gratitude journaling. So I stopped both of these with the thought that I didn't really need to do them anymore because I was expressing gratitude in person and that I was, I had uh, people around me to essentially make up ideas and decisions. And so I didn't really need to journal. So I did six months of this after I had just journaled pretty much every single day for one and a half years, maybe two years. And I just wanted to kind of tell you my experience of this, just in cases if you're a little bit more advanced at your self-improvements and you've journaled for a long time and maybe just recently you've started slacking on it. You think, oh yeah, it doesn't really do anything. You know, I've got some benefits, you know, whatever you're thinking, right? From my experience, I didn't realize how much I was missing when I wasn't journaling because I genuinely believed I didn't need to because I had the YouTube community post to write questions about because I had Sam next to me so I could ask him questions, we could discuss things because I had my girl to discuss things. Like I thought I didn't need to and it's only just in the last few days where I've started journaling again and, I, and it's like blowing my mind of how valuable it actually is. You know, like when you stop doing something and you start again and it's like fresh and you're like, whoa, this is amazing, man. So what I noticed was that over the last six months, my mental health actually slipped for the first time in a long time and I wasn't even aware of it because I was so work driven. So I really pushed myself to the extreme following Jordan Peterson's advice, which is like literally just work yourself to exhaustion so that you know where your limits are. And maybe unfortunately, maybe for a good reason, I've realized my limits are very, very high. I can work 14 hours days and I actually have done. And this isn't an exaggeration or anything. It's just, you know, my sort of, I don't know, just don't know how I'm built in a way, maybe habits that I've developed. I can actually work. 40, I can wake up at five and literally just keep working till around seven, 8 p.m. And then like spend like one hour with my girl or one hour with Sam or anything. And I did that for a couple of months. It's not a good thing to do, at least, at least for me. It wasn't actually that productive because obviously a lot of that work, even though it feels like work, a lot of that works like shallow work. A lot of it was just like, yeah, you know, I was achieving some things, but then I was missing others. Like, for example, I started missing some gym sessions for the first time in years. I missed a couple of gym sessions because I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm just working. I started missing, like, time with friends, conversations online, you know, video calls I used to do with, like, Sam and other guys and literally speaking to my family. I didn't speak to my family for, like, a month, month and a half. Like, obviously messaging, but, like, I didn't speak to them on a call for a month straight. Didn't speak to my sister, my brother, my father, my mom. And uh, that was really sad, man. So I, I did truly go into, like, the full-on masculine work mode. And honestly, like I felt really good doing it because I never thought I would, first of all. I never thought I'd enjoy that kind of lifestyle. But I'm just built in this way where like I just want to sit down and just make progress to goals. It's like it's the only thing I want to do. But sometimes the smarter way isn't to go directly to that. So that's just a little tangent, you know, about my personal life over the last few months. But how that's relevant is that I dropped a bunch of the self-improvement habits when I was in London and stuff, and I just wake up, I just work, 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 work. And instead what actually happened was I was getting more hours on the board in my work, but I was doing tasks that I shouldn't have done. And I was sacrificing my mental health, which has come back to bite me. And we can get a little bit deep, to be honest, in this video, because I assume you watching this video and, you know, there's no editing, there's no cartoons, and also you're watching the second channel, so you're probably a bit more mature. And maybe you, like, care about me more in a more of a sophisticated intellectual way. So hopefully you can learn from my mistakes. This was a pretty big mistake. Hang on, my phone's gonna die. What's that, bro? I'm naked right now. Isn't it? This was a pretty big mistake because, um, yeah, I really slipped up. So my mental health got worse. And before I knew it, I started to 
developed pretty negative thoughts about myself, other people, my girl, Sam, literally everyone. And I literally caught myself even when I got to Dubai. I caught myself just walking through the street going to the gym. And everyone that I walk past, my brain's just generating negative thoughts about them. And I wasn't really aware of this because, you know, when your brain thinks thoughts for a long time, or, you know, depending on how much meditation journaling you've done, you kind of believe the thought, you indulge in the thought for quite some time, don't you? And so that's what's happening. And I wasn't able to catch myself for literally months. And I felt like a fucking asshole yesterday, honestly. Just, I was on a call with my brother and you know, I was, he was asking me about, about my relationship and everything. And I told, I was giving him advice for his relationship as well, but I just told him, you know, this is something I've learned recently, so maybe you can use this. I let my brain think entirely negative thoughts about my woman. From the moment I'd wake up, you know, my, my brain, I didn't mean to, obviously, you don't mean to be a bad person, but like my brain just kind of just generated a negative thought about her. And I'd naturally indulge in that thought instead of realizing it's just a thought. And, I, you know, you kind of like, you don't become the thought, but you observe it and you, you indulge in it so much that it pretty much is your existence, your consciousness right now. And so I'd indulge in some negative thought about my girl, for example, I wake up and I think something bad about her. And it could be a small thing. Literally, I remember one of the times it was like, she, she gets really warm at nighttime, right? She, when it's time to sleep, like she, she, her body heat just goes f through the roof. And sometimes, you know, that's a bit annoying. We've got a very large bed here, but sometimes that's a bit annoying. And I'll get that thought in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah, damn, she's, she's hot, man. Like, not, I'm not even saying it's a compliment. Like, she's just so warm, man. It's kind of annoying because you're sleeping next to like someone who's so warm, can't even sleep properly. Just that negative thought, just a slight small one. That's a very small one. And that snowballs and gains momentum. Till eventually all I'm thinking is like, actually like harsh, rude, disrespectful things in my mind about her. To the point that genuinely, like I didn't even say it, like good things to her or even treat her well for a solid month, maybe longer. Which is, it's crazy. And I, I'm pretty certain that this has come about because of three things. One, I stopped journaling. Because I think I would, if I journal, generally when I journal, there's two ways to journal, there's gratitude journaling, deep journaling, you probably know those now. I have a video on my main channel, I think, which I describe like the difference and how to do them. So if you are interested in journaling, you can just search on YouTube, like Hamza journaling guide or something and it might come up. But when I deep journal and I, I really go deep for an hour or something, usually it gets to this point where I often like challenge my own viewpoint and I kind of do a full circle and I kind of see the picture at a large scale. And generally, if for example, I would journal about someone or something quite negative, I'm, I, I can reframe it positively on paper a lot more than I can in my mind throughout the day. And since I, I didn't journal, I didn't really get to do that. I didn't really get to write down in like a logical argument why I was thinking these negative thoughts, because if I think I did, I would have just dismissed them straight away. Because imagine me seriously sitting down to journal saying, yeah, yeah, she's really warm at nighttime. What do you think the next sentence is going to be like, okay, whatever. She, she, it's not her fault. She's not doing that. And yeah, we've got like a nice mattress, which cools you down anyway. So it's fine. It's, do you know what I mean? It kind of puts things into perspective. And then when you don't gratitude, or when I didn't gratitude journal for literally months, well, then I didn't write or think that many like grateful thoughts about her, about myself, about my family, about my work, about you, about the boys, the movements, everything. And so when you lose that level of like gratitude and that, that positivity, that hopefulness, that happiness, you start to become more of like a, a dark person. And 
and quite um, quite arrogant, self-centered, young, immature, insecure, inferiority complex. And I think I developed all these traits last couple of months, honestly. I realized just literally yesterday, like, man, I've still got a lot more to improve on. I just realized I've, got, I've still got like a deep psychological um, history, a whole line of things that I need to improve on. So, you know, the improvement's never done. And I didn't think it was, you know, even though my ego is big, like, and I never really ever think that I'm like done and, you know, I'm good enough. But certainly I got like very negative towards people. And I think it probably came across even on, you know, the main channel videos where I'm trying to help like young guys. And I, I was watching some of them and I think the message is good, but I was watching them and I was thinking my attitude stinks. It's like, I like the people who watch the videos. I want to help them, but I'm literally acting in a way or talking in a way where it seems like it's the opposite, where I don't like you. Where of course, you know, it's the, the tough love and you need to be told sometimes, yeah, being a loser is not good. But there's like a way to convey that message, which I don't think that I've done as good as I could have done if I didn't slip up on the absolute basic fundamental self-improvement habits that I, I preach to everyone. And so I've got to accept this failure and take some accountability and literally look you in the eyes and tell you like, I, I made a big mistake here without realizing that it was a big mistake because it's these small things where you don't realize, you might have experienced this, you don't realize how important like a small habit is that you've been doing for a while and you, know, you think, oh yeah, whatever, I'll just miss it once. You don't realize it. Sometimes it just doesn't hit you that a large part of like the positivity in your life has come from like this small habit that seems easy to do and easy not to do. And so when you don't do it, it doesn't feel much. You know, if you skip one gym workout, it's like, yeah, it's not going to do anything. One workout doesn't really build that much muscle or strength or anyway, but it kind of does. One workout takes you from being a skinny fat brown kid, Jeffrey, to looking like Adonis. One workout. Because without that one workout, will be less likely to do the next one. And it's the same thing, what, sitting down to journal for the first time today, that one time you journal may save you from killing yourself 10 years from now. Just this one journaling session, because everything compounds, isn't it? Everything leads to the next thing, everything snowballs. It's so easy to just overlook the three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes of meditation that you, know, you just can't be bothered today. It's so easy to overlook, oh yeah, gratitude journal, you know, five things I'm grateful for. I've done this for 300 days in a row now. Or, you know, I've, I've not even tried it. I know it's not gonna do anything. It's really easy to overlook them. And I totally did. Me, like the guy who's actually like telling people to do it. I've been slacking on it myself, man. Obviously I've not been slacking in everything. There's been other things. My mind has been focused on work, fitness, everything. But for these like just core self-improvement habits, the things that really gave me my life in the first place two years ago, I slipped up. Which is insane when you think about how highly I've talked about journaling and meditation, isn't it? Because I, you probably know by now my story. Oh yeah, May 2020, I moved back home to my parents' house and the two habits that I really got onto, or three, there was a few, but the two habits was journaling, meditation, then obviously I started like running around and doing cardio and adventure and dopamine detox, everything. But journaling and meditation really were great, man. So yesterday or the day before I journaled for one of the first times and it was... It was like a very blissful moment. It was just me. You know, I've always had people around me for the last like while, since around May of this year. And even before that, I had like friends and stuff. I had family, but like literally for one of the first days, I just had time by myself. And it was so blissful to just journal completely just alone, write down my, my thoughts and my feelings. And it seemed like a lot of things processed. 
one thing, one extra tip I'll give you, which is just, it works for me. So maybe it would work some other people, maybe it wouldn't. I found that journaling about what I'm thinking about really helps. Journaling about what I'm feeling really helps, but journaling about decisions to be made doesn't really help me. So it's a, it, you know, there's a slight difference here. So if there's a decision to be made, like, should I move out of my parents' house and go to college? Or should I do this? Should I do this with my business? Should I do this with this person? Should I break up with this girl? Should I um, stop being friends with this? You know, like any decision to be made, which is like a yes or no, or, you know, do this, do this action, do this one. I found that journaling doesn't really help. I just go back in circles. I found for decision-making, finding a good friend who seems to have the kind of opposite brain to you is invaluable. Like Sam has been supremely valuable for me in that I can go to him with decisions and we disagree on so many things so that when we do agree on something, generally that thing is actually the best thing to do. So sometimes we've both agreed and the thing has been wrong, but it's like, oh yeah, you know, fair enough. Sometimes you make the you know mistake, you make the wrong decision, fair enough. But generally, if we both agree on something, it's like, okay, fair enough. We, we, we feel confident to go forward. But sometimes I go to him with a decision, you know, this is how I'm feeling, this is how I'm thinking. And he'll think the opposite thing. And so then it's like, we have to convince each other. And like, he does this for my personal life, which is, and you know, I, as friends, we do it together and stuff. And we do it for the YouTube channel and everything, which is supremely valuable. I genuinely don't even know where I'd be without Sam, honestly. And um, just a quick lip. I don't know if um, other people are gonna be like this, but for me personally, journaling about making decisions isn't that valuable, but journaling about the thing that I've been thinking about, very much so. So if you are watching this right now and you wanted to get into journaling, but you're not really sure, like, and what do you write about? I found that you should write about the kind of thoughts, like the thing you've been thinking about for the last little while, because, you know, you get used to your thoughts, right? You get used to waking up and you have the same thoughts as always, but you don't realize that you have those thoughts and pretty much no one else. That, like, you're currently thinking of this one thing that your brain has attached to, and it doesn't need to actually stay like that. There's a reason why you're thinking about it is because you're not able to really process it good enough just inside of your brain. So you might find yourself totally stressed about exams. You wake up, oh man, I've still got to study. Oh, I've still got to study. I've still got to study. That's the thing to kind of journal about. And literally just write down the facts. You literally, I open up the journal page and write, I feel stressed about, I feel stressed about revising, studying. I keep thinking about it all the time, but I keep procrastinating. Why? Why am I procrastinating? Why do I feel this way? Why am I thinking this way? Why am I thinking about this person from a while ago? Should I do this? I've realized this. I don't think many people will watch this, but if you do, bro, I appreciate that, man. Welcome to the unfiltered section of the unfiltered videos. <laughs> Hope you're doing good, man. I'm gonna go journal now. Mwah.